Welcome to Zero Fucks Given Podcast with Paige and Chelsea, where we're going to talk about real life shit from our personal life stories to current events, pop culture. Don't forget about the dating and sex Ugh, and motherhood <laughs> and so much more. Join us as we hold nothing back and literally no topic is off limits. We will be revealing our dirty little secrets with a splash of sarcasm <laughs> and profanity. Maybe with the occasional guest to join in on the fun. So sit back, buckle up, and get ready. <laughs> You've been warned. Oh, God. This is going to be a fun one. I hope everybody is buckled up, ready to go, because the roller coaster is about to take off. It's going to be a bumpy ride, for it's sure. It's going to be a hell of but a, a fun one. Ride. Yeah. Listen, Rebel's already praying. <laughs> Probably for us. Lord. Oh God! So we have two special guests on with us this week. We have both are from TikTok, and both are, I think, more popular than us on TikTok. So that's fun. Um, we have on Eric, who is Easy Stargaze on TikTok. Hello. And we also have Rebel. And I can't give you his TikTok name because he has like six profiles. So whichever one he wants to share. I only have one. It's like, okay. My big one, though, I'm permalive. So you can follow me there, but like I can't go live on it. But they're all rebel to scum. Either with dots or with underscores. Either way, they'll be tagged on yeah. our sneak peek video. So feel free to go follow them. That and they'll all be in the bio of the actual episode. We'll put them all there. There you but go. That'll work. Yeah. So I think this week's going to be super fun. We're going to kind of get into the depths of, I mean, I think we're just going to spend time. I don't know if they give a shit about what's in our brains as women, but I definitely can't wait to like pick their brains and we're going to get into what relationships, dating, sex, Sex. all of it, all of the things, all of the nitty gritty, dirty, whatnot of the male and female brain, what we want to know, what they want to know all the fun things and i think it's going to be a part two part one part two for sure because oh i'm sure because you got four loud mouth motherfuckers in one podcast a lot to say (laughs) i mean i'm a capricorn so i talk a lot i'm 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 a pisces but i'm gonna try to get really high so i talk less i'm I'm a pisces too this is why we vibe i'm an asparagus especially when the mercury's in the gatorade bro When Mercury's in the Gatorade, when the microwave is in the Gatorade, it's crazy. That's so crazy. Wild. No, I'm a Gemini. Oh, God. Sorry. Anything now makes sense to you, doesn't it? It all makes sense. It all makes perfect sense. I don't even make sense. Oh, my God. People don't like you, people. That's all I do. They (sighs) hate us. Yeah, they hate you. Oh my God, it all makes perfect sense. See, Geminis are very, either love us or you hate us, and there is no in between. Okay, so I think before starting this, maybe we should all preference like what our current relationship status is or where we are, because I know that I think most of us are in the same boat, but you know, some of us just have perfect lives and perfect fiancés and great children and you know, whatever. I mean, I have great children, but I'm single. And so I have, I have awesome children, and I am also single. Oh, I have no children, oh. and I am single. Oh, 
three children and I'm not single. I'm not married for four years. Almost, yeah, a little over four years, actually. Listen, God bless her, man. She yeah. loves the shit out of you. She loves the fucking shit out of you, and I love God, that. God bless her cervix. <laughs> well, God did. They put a baby in it. And it was like, he's so big because Diamonds was eight pounds, ten ounces. And he was the smallest of my three kids. Oh, wow. Which is so funny because your other two are like lanky, skinny little things, but they Waylon, came out big Waylon, babies. Yeah, Waylon was 10 pounds, 5 inches, and he's like, he looks like <laughs> he's skinny as shit now. Yeah, my oldest pounds, was seven. It came out. <laughs> right. Well, maybe pounds, we should pray for her cervix. We definitely pray for her cervix. <laughs> right. Reconstruct her as a motherfucker. God damn. Yeah. My youngest was okay. Eight, so for us seven. that have been single, so I know the I know the pain <laughs> of of a eight pound eight plus pound baby. Nine pounds, sweet ounce, Jesus. <laughs> So then for us that are single then, how long has it been since your last, I'd say, more serious relationship? Not just like One a couple year. of dating. One year. Um, probably since the end of 2019. I feel like since then it's just been like two or three months here two months here. It's just kind of been short term. You're going yeah. dick appointment to dick appointment to dick appointment. Well, you know what? They stuck around for three months, okay? So it must be good. Gotta love them situationships. But then I could see clearly and the red flags just started. So I had to bounce. Were, they, were they Gemini's? I mean, probably. <laughs> Actually, most of my serious relationships were all Scorpios, and I didn't figure that out until a couple years ago. My ex-husband and my three serious relationships after that were all Scorpios. So now that's like the first thing I look for, and I'm like, mm, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I personally am not much of a spacist, but even I know that Scorpios are you know, like Right. Awful. So uh, both of my ex-husbands were Capricorns, so I will not even look at a Capricorn man. Mm -mm, nope. My ex-wife was a Pisces, so I don't look at them. Mm -mm. Well, good. Glad you covered my people. face then. Well, that's <laughs> rules Chelsea out. Well, there it went. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, they're, they're great in bed. Don't, no, no, hold on. Don't, they're great in bed. Oh, baby, I already know that. They not always the play dragon. the fucking victim. They play the not victim the like dragon. it's their card. That is their number one card. Bro, you know what? Really? You in a 50-50 Pisces room right now, bro. So I, you might want to slow the fuck down on the fish <laughs> on the fish basher, bro. Right? The Tell him again, Rebel. Super fools. I ain't going to stop. I can't stop. Won't stop, my boy. In here, bro. Right. <laughs> stop. Won't stop, my boy. <laughs> okay, so let's kind of... I know we have, like, a couple articles that Paige sent me, like, where we have, like, some questions and stuff, but I feel like that maybe this first segment, we can kind of just get into yeah, I the need beginning to get stages. I, of, I like, didn't send those to Eric, though, because he was a fill-in since our previous guest is a no-show um, and has turned his phone off, apparently. But, um, Eric, how would you like me to send you those since you're on your phone? All right, I'm just waiting for you to accept my message request. 
Now, why are you sending me titty pictures? That's weird. Sorry. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I mean, don't apologize for it. Say, don't Nobody apologize. ever complains. You Nobody Same. ever complains. Same you got your work. You got pretty nipples, so it's okay. I've never had any complaints. Ooh, um, yours, also, so. can I can I tell you that Walmart has um, everything? Yes, Not but everything. right now for Christmas, they have Christmas tree and mitten-shaped nipple masks. It's not <laughs> even Thanksgiving. Calm the fuck down. Christmas is uh, November 1st. You don't want to do this shit with me, Eric. Listen, her tree's already up. Listen, I already see where this is going to go. Him and I are going to be on one side and y'all are going to be on the other. Fucking Pisces always sticking together. Look at her house. Look All right, so I got the house. He's not looking. Wait for it. Wait for the caring. tree. Wait for the tree. Wait for it. It fucking spins. It's beginning to look a lot like, like this. <laughs> I love Listen, it. you oh, Grinches, sit over there in your fucking sorrow, and we'll be joyful. Favorite time I love Christmas. Of the I just don't want to do it before Christmas Thanksgiving. Oh, fuck. It's not enough time. Said, you don't, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you want to do it. Christmas is here. Okay. See, Christmas I put it up here. early. <laughs> it is here. Listen, Thanksgiving is a day. Thanksgiving is a day. It's Christmas a is a season. I'm sorry. Has anybody said enjoy the Thanksgiving season? Nobody does that. Nobody. Everyone. Nobody. Everyone. Nobody. Everyone. Nobody. Everyone. Not, Not a single person. Said, said it we need to be thankful for Eric, okay? Because somebody else didn't show up, and he did in ten minutes. I can still be thankful. Yeah, be thankful. But I'm gonna be jolly, jolly thankful. I'm gonna be jolly. I'm gonna be jolly in December. <laughs> That's too late, man. See you well, right, right now. I'm trying to fuck some Indians. I mean, what? Okay, John Smith. Hey. Yeah. Hey. See Pocahontas. She got a fat ass. Chelsea. <laughs> what did huh? we talk about on our Halloween episode? That uh, went. Never mind. You act like what? I don't have memory problems. I forget you don't have memory, okay? Sorry. I don't. Listen, so this big old dome maxed out. Yeah. She's... My therapist says it's because of past trauma. I just it forget is. shit. It's okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Listen, we recorded on a Saturday, and by Monday, she completely forgot what we talked about. Had no idea. None. No None. recollection. You don't think I'm going to remember this after I get off this? It's going to be gone. I forgot that I had an episode coming on on Create Yourself. Creating. And so, like when Paige's like, "Oh, your episode's coming up," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I did record." <laughs> Welcome to my life. Well, we did record it a hot minute ago, so it's fine. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so back to what we originally were doing. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so I see a good one, and I feel like Eric would be good at answering it because of what all he does on TikTok. Fuck bitches get money, but 
Oh shit, where did it go? That's usually uh, what I hear too. <laughs> uh, why do guys have a hard time expressing their feelings? Because women don't give a fuck. It's not true. That's so unfair. So, so not okay. true. So men have a all right. So let's dive deeper into this. Men <laughs> yep. have a problem talking about their feelings because a vast majority of our generation grew up with the strong father or man mentality of suck it up. No one gives a shit. So for years and de generations and decades, we've been taught that nobody cares about our feelings. We stuff that we stuff that shit in and drink drink when we feel a wrong way or smoke when we feel some way or beat our wives when we feel a wrong way, you know, things like that. The nowadays when it's becoming more open for men to talk about it, we have, I say we, but I'm, you know, rebel, you can attest to it or deny it or whatever. But we have this whole thing of like, even if we say it, we're showing ourselves that we're not the strong person. Mm -hmm. So if you show a, if you see a steel wall and you say, oh, it has some cracks in it, those are our feelings showing. So it's like, okay, that, that wall's not as strong, but if we don't show it, it looks strong. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right. But I, I feel like it's still the mentality that even though the cracks aren't on the ends, on the outside, they're still happening on the inside. And I think oh, that's where a lot falls. <laughs> inside, it's, it's like a tornado inside, which is right. usually where, you know, the whole, you know, oh, he's an narcissist. Oh, he has anger problems or anything like that. Yeah, because we're stuffing in all of our emotions and all of our feelings to the point where it gets so condensed and all of a sudden it just fucking blows. Mm -hmm. And so, that's I mean, when our I come and I break a wall, break a chair, you know, things like that, because it's the only way we know how to show a feeling at that point. But is that just kind of in the beginning of a relationship? Because I feel like I mean, I can't speak for all women, but like for me, I know that when the man that I'm with or talking to finally like lets that guard down or lets that wall down and be can become vulnerable, it like takes me to the next step with him. I feel like mm -hmm. you finally trust me. You finally yep. find me as like your safe place. It makes mm -hmm. me like love them even more because I, f I feel like I'm now in that circle. Yeah. So is that kind of wall up, like, I'm a badass, I'm not weak, I'm not blah, blah, blah. Is that just like the front and the beginning before you actually get to know the person? Like, does it change? Or do you feel like you have to be like that the rest of your life? Or can it change? Yeah. It can change, speaking from example, from my own, you know, life and my perspective. I was always the person that never showed emotion. And I actually went through life thinking that other people didn't have emotions. So I was on the point where like, uh, if I don't like, if, if I say what I feel, no one is going to give a fuck. So why would I even waste my breath on it? Mm -hmm. So I, I hear what you're saying with, you know, eventually in a relationship getting more open mm -hmm. where I am reluctant, reluctant to do it simply because I know that my past, my past has shown that every time I show any kind of emotion or how I feel, it's usually too much for that person to handle. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to burden the other person. If that okay. person was to show you though, like in the beginning, um, you go, you know, like you guys have that conversation of it's okay to talk to the, about these things with me. Would that allow you to open up? No, no. I wouldn't believe, I wouldn't believe them. 
No. Yeah, I don't think it's a conversation that has to happen because anyone can say anything. I think yeah. it's more of a feeling that you feel after a connection's made. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, Rebel, on the other hand, I feel like you're like, I feel like you're like on the kind of the opposite end of that. Like you have no issue like expressing how you feel, what you think, the emotion aspect of it at all. No. Not at all. But I, mean, I mean, especially like, I mean, Maddie and I have been together for, you know, over four years. And it's not because we don't talk about shit. Right. You, you, you've been over Maddie and I pretty much 24-7. You know what I'm saying? So just, how long did it take you to get to that point with her, though? Mm. Like, was there a moment where you, like, realized, like, this is the woman that I can finally just be, like, my true... Like, I, I'm still man, manly, I'm still masculine, I'm still the strong head of this relationship, but I can now open up and be vulnerable with her. I trust her. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much myself 24-7, you know, all the vulnerabilities and all the, you know, mm-hmm. so it was never, it was never about that. Um, it was never about being able to trust her or not. I'm, like I said, I, I'm myself all the time and obnoxiously so <laughs> and so honestly with Maddie it was just she she was the easy she was easy to talk to about shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I didn't I mean there's still times where I'll talk about shit that happened when I was a kid or whatever and sure her jaw hits the floor like just watching me tell a story that's fine so with your oh god so with your answer and all of that like you said like she you just so what was it though about her that you felt comfortable enough or like what what was it that she was giving that made you go oh she's easy to talk to i can open up to her was was there a certain thing not really because i mean i've never had an issue just talking to people but you know what i mean that's never been Mm -hmm. i mean if anybody wants to tell me I'm not masculine. You can lick my fucking nuts. I don't give a goddamn what the fuck you're going to say about my feelings or my emotions. Like, call me like a bitch or a pussy if you wanted to, and then I would fuck your old lady. Like, that's usually where that ended up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of shit that I was about. So, like, respect, like, when it comes down, and I, I try to advocate for this as much as I can, like, on my own snap. I try to make sure I talk to people. Nothing is more important than making sure somebody doesn't eat a fucking bullet. So if that means mm-hmm. talking about shit, regardless of what the fuck it is, I don't give a fuck if you're male or female. I don't give a shit. Talk about shit that bugs you because it's better than something happening, something bad happening. Yeah, so I don't I give a fuck. Agree. Anybody that has a problem with men expressing themselves, you can also lick my nuts respectfully. So let's flip it then. My sweaty ball. <laughs> so okay. real, real quick. So, you know, I do agree with what he says, you know, about how, like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm not comfortable talking to a woman about how I feel right off the jump. I do have really close friends of mine that help my neighbor downstairs. You know, we have each other's keys just in case one of us feel one way or another. So there are people that will actually get you to open up and all of that, but it does deal with, for me at least, to fully trust that person, to let them in to mm-hmm. see my demons. Yeah, right. So to kind of flip that, though, the other way, which I guess it's kind of another question for y'all. 
women are obviously more open to being emotional and more open to sharing. I feel like past traumas and stuff like that. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like our way of like, listen, this is my baggage and this is what I come with. And I'm going to put it all out on the table because if you can't handle it, I need you to go now. You know what I mean? So why, why do you think men, most men, I will say, maybe get afraid or pull away or become overwhelmed or like, is there kind of a, is there like a, do y'all just don't want to hear it? Or is it kind of like one of those things where women just do it too soon? Yeah. Is it just overlooked too much? Really bad about doing that. Like I'm so (laughs) open and honest and just zero fucks given. Um, I will literally be like, this is everything that I've been through. And I'm can be really hard to deal with sometimes. But on the flip side of that, if you treat me right, you will get the most like loyal and honest and giving person you've probably ever had. But I can be really hard to deal with. And I feel like a lot of times they're like, oh, shit, like, that's a lot you've been through. I don't want to deal with it. And they are gone. So it sounds like the guy hasn't dealt with his own trauma. Like he's got too much on his plate that he can't take on anymore. Or he Mm -hmm. just has no idea how to talk about anything and hasn't come to the realization that he can talk about things. See, and I'm, I'm the opposite. I don't throw it all out at first. I hold on to my stuff because I've learned not to, especially in the beginning, not to carry that in Mm -hmm. and put it on someone else's plate. But Mm -hmm. the moment I am comfortable and the moment he does start asking about, well, what was your ex like? Why didn't your last relationship work? What was blah, blah, blah. I all of a sudden, and my stuff is severely traumatic, like childhood sexual assault and an abusive relationship where I was locked in a room for days at a time. I've had broken bones. Like, so my stuff isn't just like your normal, like, I just dated a narcissist who cheated on me, which I mean, that's still traumatic to go through, but like my shit is fucking dark, you know? And it's like, as soon as a man starts asking, yeah. And it's like, as soon as a man starts asking, I don't know how to deliver that to them in a way that doesn't make them go, oh, she's like damaged goods. Like she's fucked, fucked. You know what I mean? We're all damaged goods. To say someone in their life is not damaged and they're fucking perfect, they're full of shit or they've never lived. Right. Right. So, but that, but that's where I struggle though, is I don't know how much is too much to give. Am I like diarrhea of the mouth? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) should I be holding on to some of that and just like, let it flow out slowly? And just like, I'm, I guess that's where it gets hard because this is a Mm -hmm. big thing for women is as soon as you show too much emotion or too much of your baggage, men are like out bitch. Mm -hmm. That means they didn't give a fuck about you anyway. Right, which I guess they needed to go anyway. I mean, you're right. right. You are. So you got to think of it. If, if you if you tell someone your <clears> trauma <throat> and what you've been through in your life, and they're like, nope, can't do it. I'm like, all right. Then you were in my life for a lesson, not a, uh, a lesson, not a blessing. Mm-hmm. I learned from that. You also can't take your past traumas and in relationships into another mm-hmm. person. Right. You know, what, what someone else did to you is not what, so, what the other person is going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, okay uh, to and I triggers. agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you can, you can tell someone like, Hey, you know, obviously, obviously it comes down to, you know, communication and, uh, I, I keep saying not communication. It's 
comprehension. Mm-hmm. Someone can hear you, but not listen to you. Right. Or yeah. no, I'm sorry. Someone can listen to you, but not hear you. So if you tell someone all your traumas and all this stuff, and you're like, oh, fuck that. Okay. Then you're not meant to be around. If I'm, I think I'm getting off topic and my ADD is showing. <laughs> well, I think maybe early in a conversation or early in like the talking stages or dating, do, would you find it appropriate then from the male's perspective for a female to just be like, listen, I've been through a lot, but that's mm-hmm. maybe something we can get into later. Let's just enjoy what we're doing now and see, or like, do we just let it all out and let them decide then right. if they want to deal with it? I would say more talk about your triggers versus your trauma. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't that's have actually, ever, and I, that's wouldn't actually thought, I wouldn't have thought about it like that because for me I, I the way that either. I look at it is I'm like here's everything that I've been I feel like I tell it all really early so that way I don't wait because <clears throat> if I wait and then I develop serious feelings and then I tell it all and they're like oh I can't then I get hurt Where, versus if I tell it all early and they can't handle it and they leave I don't get as hurt so I tell it early there's not so much of an attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's happened. And I'm like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't keep doing this where I wait to tell them three, four months in. And then they're like, holy shit, that's a lot. I don't want to deal with this. So I'm like three, four weeks. I'm like, Hey, here's everything I've been through. And if you can't handle it, then, you know, bye. See, and I don't say anything until asked once it's, once we get to that level in communication, that's when I do it. I mean, I don't like just blurt it out, but you know, it's definitely in conversation that it happens. Bro, what do you think about the matter? I I think you should lead with your red flags always (laughs) because I think people deserve to know what they're getting into from the get go. And if they're fucking scared away by fucking some shit that happened to you that was out of your control. You really want to fuck with them motherfuckers anyway? Like, no, I think that's why I do it the way I do. You know, it's not like, it's not like somebody said, oh, I used to fucking rob banks. You know, it's (laughs) not like, oh, I used to fucking steal cars for a while. No, it's this really shitty stuff happened to me. So like, blah, blah, blah. I don't think there's anything wrong with fucking, with starting with it out the gate. Because then nobody can bitch about anything down the road. Well, you didn't tell me that. The fuck I didn't. I told you everything. I made sure. Right. Yeah. Right. You knew what you was getting into, so don't don't fucking sit here and try to say, "Oh, it's not this." Or pe- people people need to understand that everyone's level of communication and the communication that they're comfortable with are not the same. Mm-hmm. And you can't go around telling people to suppress how they feel or suppress how they fucking act because you're not comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. I like what Eric said to to kind of lead with your triggers versus your trauma. Yeah, I really yeah. Mean, I would have never. It's not, say, it's not saying you know don't ever talk about your trauma. Right. But, I but think in a later date, yeah. At a later yeah. date, when there is more of a communication and a a way to understand each other, and you understand mm-hmm. that person, to lead off with everything you're going, that's a fucking lot because it's like dumping twenty pounds of you know books mm-hmm. on a table. And go okay read them in an hour yeah, well, yeah it's like bleeding on the person that didn't cut you you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah i like that well, that makes sense all right so boys to pick our brain <laughs> your turn pick a question we're not going to do all of them by the way just pick out yeah no, a couple good ones. Bro, so go ahead and do it 
All on I'm going to say some of these questions are funny as shit. <laughs> Why yeah. do females cross their legs when they sit down to, to cover their pussy, obviously? But Well, listen, I'm fat. Lightning and thunder I don't know. cross that easy. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen, my ears are cold. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Why aren't you? I don't know if this is even on here. Uh, signals that women give if they're interested. But so, what I've seen, like women are sh the most of the women that I've talked to, they're horrible with flirting or don't show true signs that you're actually into the person or you're oh, anything. That ain't me. That ain't me. I, <laughs> that's not, not me. I, had, I have no opinion on that. That's I don't. Me. That ain't me. Rebel knows that ain't me. <laughs> Listen, so, that ain't me. No. Chelsea pulled up to a motherfucker on Twitter like, let me see your dick, bro. <laughs> let me see what I'm doing. But, but yeah, a lot of women like don't truly say how they feel in the, in the facts of flirting or actually into, into somebody. You know, just like guys, women will talk to majority, like multiple people at the same time, which is not a bad thing, you know, play your options. But at the same time, like, am I wasting my fucking time or not? Yeah. See, and I think that men aren't blunt enough to just ask, are you uh -huh. interested or are you not? Because that's uh -huh. me. That's me all day. Listen, mm -hmm. if you are all up in my DMs and you're trying I to flirt with me, hey, are we just having fun and hanging out or do you actually like are you seeing like some potential in this going somewhere or I will fucking ask you cause I'm not wasting my time. See, I, I will automatically say to someone like, Hey, am I going to waste my time talking to you or is this going to be something? See, but if you said it like that to me, I'd be like, Oh, well, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not going to exactly say that. Well, okay. Well, I'm just saying if that's how you said it, I'd be like, Oh, well, if you think you're wasting your time, then go find Goodbye. a time filler. Yeah. Yeah, I would initially well, shut it off just like that. She would, yeah. Well, understandably, I was more, I was more paraphrasing of what I would say. Yeah, listen, I again, maybe she, she I don't know which way I'm pointing here. My camera's over here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like that. I, yeah. I know what I want, and when I see something I want, I have no fucking fear in going after it. Not my size, not my lack of self confidence, not even being. Over 400 pounds, I had no fucking fear going after what I wanted. So I just don't, I just make my intentions very clear with someone. I think because I know what it feels like to be misled and I don't want to mislead anybody. If I'm not interested, I'm not interested. And I'm going to make that very clear as well, just so there is no, I don't want I you think to think you can me, cross a line with me when I don't see it. I think uh, for yeah. me, it's the fear of rejection as part of it. Just because I did for a long time lack self-confidence. So the fact that I do have the amount that I have now, it, it's I still revert back to the fear of rejection. Okay. Yeah, see, mentally, I'm like, listen, if you don't want it, there is a man behind you that will eat a cupcake off my ass. So, like, <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's I'm not saying it doesn't no. hurt. The rejection sucks. It yeah, does suck. Yeah. I just don't sit in it. You know what I mean? I don't stay there. They, they say no. Life tells me no every motherfucking day. Like somebody right. Goddamn thing. Yeah. She says no. Ask her friend that's standing there. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's just you can't. The fear of rejection. Like I said, I, life fucks me every day in ways that I'm not okay with. You know what I'm saying? So somebody mm -hmm. saying they're not interested in spending more time with me for me is just like, whatever. I'm getting better You're about that, though, but fun. it's been... Chelsea knows. <laughs> I'm <It's>... fun! <laughs> right. 
I've, something I've something gotten... I used to say back then was you have to have duck feathers. Right. Now, do you, do you understand the reference of no. having duck feathers? I do. Oh, you got to I mean, let the water, water rolling off your off back. back. Yeah. yeah. Right. The yeah. rejection is the rejection is every is the is the water. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you have duck feathers. So you just let that shit roll off. Yeah, yeah, you're still in a pond. You're still surrounded by water, but that one drop, just let Which, it go. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I can see where fear of rejection comes in, but I also think that comes with um, going, I mean, male or female, when you invest time into someone who has like misled you or made it, or not even just misled you, but made it clear that they wanted you and treated you like y'all were together. And then all of a sudden it's, well, I'm actually going to, you know, like, uh, it, it's, I'm just not ready or I'm going to, you know, I'm still just dating around or I'm whatever. Now here you are, you've invested weeks or months into someone and that fucking hurts. And I think like, again, the fear of like feeling that level of pain again, or like whatever, after just investing so much, it just, it scares you from wanting to There's a jump family in barbecue again. this weekend. I think if people would stop being so scared to define things before they get involved. Yes. Thank like, you. Like, just straight up from the beginning, we fucking or we talking? What are we doing? People need to stop we, wanting are, their are, cake are and eating it to too, though. Stop, stop. Everybody needs to stop being so goddamn scared and fucking going off because, oh, you were talking to me and talking to this person until somebody says, this <clears> is <throat> what we're doing. Fucking communicate, mm -hmm. for God's sakes. Communication will fix 80% mm -hmm. of your fucking relationship problems if you just use your fucking words. Hey, if you want to fuck around, that's cool. I'm not interested in pursuing any sort of relationship whatsoever. So yep. if you want to keep fucking around, we can do that. Just understand that this is all that is for me. And right. if, then you go, you use your fucking words. Communicate. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. And I, and I feel like just women... I feel like women mostly are afraid to ask that though, because that, that dopamine, that good feeling of like having the attention and all that. And I'm like, she's, you know, I don't know what we are. Well, ask him. Yeah. You are sending man pictures of your fucking tits. You're absolutely allowed to go, Hey, what are we? What is this? What are we doing? What are your intentions? And if he gets offended by that and he doesn't respect you asking questions, move on. There's another man that will happily praise the way you're fucking nipple. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I feel like women more than men, though, are just like afraid to ask. You know what I mean? And I think it's because, I mean, me as a woman, I, I mean, I'm guilty of it at times too, but like I just see the man I'm with as the leader, as the lead. I don't want to lead. I'm, I do everything on my own. I, I lead my whole life on its own. Mm -hmm, so like mm -hmm. one of my, top things in a partner is a man that can lead. And so I feel like taking those steps, I want him to take that initiative. I want him to lead me into the relationship, but I have no problem asking or putting yeah. the fire under your ass or, you know, it's like shit or get off the pot. Or you ask and you get misleading answers. So then you're even more confused. See, but that there comes a time limit on that after. I don't know. If I directly saying, ask you what I happens. need, yeah, if I ask you, oh, for sure. But I think that's where you have to be in the mindset of like, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to believe your answers. But if your actions don't follow immediately after, then I'm going to eliminate myself from the equation completely. And you can fucking mm -hmm. miss me when I'm gone. Again, I think it's just, I, I'm just, it's such a different mindset that I have now.
Yeah, I'm getting a lot better at it. Trust me. The same thing. Uh huh. The same song. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. All right, Chelsea. I Listen, there ain't a whole lot to look at when I walk away, but. For, what I lack in the back, I pack in the cat. So there, there's a lot in the back for me. I'm, 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 don't mind me. I'm taking notes over here. So <laughs> there's a lot in the back there's for right, me. <laughs> listen, hey, there ain't a whole. I look like a frog when I stand up half the time. Okay, but listen, Dude. right here, I'm we. <laughs> When I stand up with no pants on, I look like Hank Hill cousin. I suffer. From I'm telling you. Oh, listen, I got enough. Listen, it's grippable. There's enough to grab onto and do what you need to do, but it's not fat, round no, ass. You need two now, hands for up mine. Up front, I'm good. We in the triple alphabet letters here, okay? So, like, we're good. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Just dip them in. Suffocation, no breathing. No breathing. <laughs> That's all I'm just saying. Take me to fucking church. Uh, all right, Chelsea. I asked the first question for them. So, do you want to do the second one? Okay. Um, question for the men. Why do guys feel the need to brag anytime they get action or get laid? Chelsea, we do it too. Don't act like we don't. Okay, but I feel like yeah, listen. I, like, I have a lot of female friends, and you know that I have heard. I have had female friends call me like, "Hey, this guy does has done porn before. Should I have some fucking movies?" But I, I feel like it's so that. different, so though. I feel like it's not. It's not different. Both of them do it. Some people. It's not a men and a women thing. It's a sexual versus non-sexual people thing. I know yeah. too many women. Who will go on about some strange fucking wiener that they fucking got over the weekend? See, okay. but my, but I feel like men will tell anyone. Y'all like announce it to the fucking Kmart parking lot. I feel like I have Paige. It's <laughs> true. I have Paige and I have Haley. I have two. I have a lot of friends, but it's yeah. my two closest that get the details. Where That's I feel like true. men are like, I Maybe got pussy just... today. Maybe we're more excited than you are. It's like, quit fucking judging us. Guys. I mean, I listen, know. I can't blame you because I'm be bragging too. Talking about it, it's fucking good. So we're happy we got good pussy. If it's bad pussy, we're still gonna fucking tell because hey, stay the fuck away from her because she bites. Uh -oh. oh, I've had one of those. That was not. Oh, I had someone come over that I was. Okay. Um. <laughs> Here we go. So, this is what we're here when for. I was, when I was growing up, my best friend at the time had a very, very attractive mom. Apparently, she had a thing for me. She waited until I was 18. And we started to do the thing. And then he started to coming home. So I had to jump out the fucking window. Fast forward until a month ago. She comes over. She's now living in my state. She comes over. We're both ready for this. We've been waiting since I was 18. So what is that? 20, uh, 12 years. I, don't, I can't do math. No, tw uh, 14. Anyway, not important. A long time. So she comes over. We do the thing. Pussy's good. The head felt like she was put out. felt like I was putting my dick in a cheese grater. Was she a skinny bitch? No, That's she wasn't. Damn. She, I mean, well, she was. She was six. She was. 
55 she's 55 well we need so her name because if she's, she's a fat bitch we got to kick her out of the group no she's not a fat <laughs> kid she's not a fat bitch she's not a thin chick she's that in between mom bod like okay but it was to the point where it's like she was sucking on it and i'm like grabbing onto my pillow like ow, ow, ow. and here's where i fuck here's where i fucked up I will 100% agree with this. I let her keep going. She's like, does it feel good? I'm like, what? Yeah, sure. And eventually I just told her to stop. And I'm like, let me let me just like titty fuck you or something. And that didn't work. And then I ended up just being like, hold on. Just, just stay there. Just catch it. So is that something that I, men normally do? Y'all just like push through the pain? Because listen, I'm a vocal motherfucker in bed. And if it doesn't feel good, I'm going to tell you. Not, I'm going to redirect usually, you. Usually I'll tell someone like, hey, that fucking hurts. But I didn't want to crush your spirit. Even though I probably should have. I mean, you're risking heart attack at that age. So I don't, yeah, I don't blame like, you. <laughs> like, I, I just, For her. I, I never Let's spoke to her again. For I, n- I never spoke to her again. She still hits me up, and I'm like, "Sorry, uh, I'm busy with class or something." Well, she's gonna know now. Okay. Maybe just ask her to take her teeth out next time. Bro, I was about to say maybe she forgot to get her teeth in. <laughs> oh, you know, no, maybe no. she okay, so does it with her teeth. She has, out. She has real teeth, and so she's got. She's got no lips. Sense. She's got no like hardly any lips, so she couldn't like. Eh, type shit and she's got horse teeth it's not an excuse i got a thin no, no, no. lip too but yeah, listen but, this but is the you... soul sucker 3000 bro i ain't got okay, no problem we're, listen we've discussed we've discussed this off the app or, or off the off this and we're talking about that fat bitches give great head because they're good they respectfully they got to be good at something to keep up with people that are like Whoa. fucking christina Aguilera. No, no no hold on hear me out Yo, wait 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 listen 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 in the, in the days of no 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 <laughs> Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. Hold the fuck on. Hold the fuck out. on. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I have ahead, no Eric. problems dating a bigger woman because they love unconditionally and they're great women. I have no problem with that. I have no problem seeing out in public. I'm not someone that's going to hide anybody. I'm back in the generation of, you know, the men had six packs. They weren't into dad bots. We had the general mindset of, you know, the Christina Aguilera double zeros. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that time frame, women who were bigger got really good at giving head because in that era, they had to compete. I'm not saying that they have to do it now. I'm saying that (laughs) back then... No, I'm not backing the fuck up on that. I'm not trying to cover myself. But it, you can't deny that. Well, I don't give good head to compensate for anything. I give good head because I enjoy giving head. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I am a... <laughs> oh, listen, and I want to watch you when I do it. I want to be able to look up at you. I want to... Mm-hmm. Fucking moan my name, daddy. I will fucking... <laughs> Amen, Chelsea. Amen. Every fucking time. Mm-hmm. The more pleasure like I hear, the, destroyer. the more pleasure I hear coming from the man's mouth, the more turned on I get. See, and, and it's, a, it's if I don't have a trolley horse in my calf, you're doing it wrong. 
See, it's immediate for me before it even gets into my mouth. You know, when you are about to eat something sour and your your mouth yes. waters. Uh -huh. Oh, listen, bitch, my fucking mouth waters before I even get to it. And I'm like, consume me. Rip the pillow grabbing it so hard because she was sucking the soul out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't, for me personally, I can see your perspective and like the way traditionally society has like made yeah. it to be like, yes. we feel like we do have to, I feel like I have to be a good cook and a good cleaner and I have to keep a house nice and home looking and I have to be good in the bedroom because, because I'm not a supermodel. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. But sure. I think with the mentality, the mentality that I have now, it's, it's, I'm not compensating for anything. I just want no to Hell give no. pleasure that's i'm i'm just a pleasure giver that's what i that's that's yeah. my kink is i want to give as much pleasure as i can making people come is fun it's okay. so fun yes, that it's fun all right <laughs> bottom line <laughs> fun okay. right. is it the guy's turn or the girl's turn it's by the way turn. i apologize if what i said came out of context and made me look like a dick but i'm just saying traditionally and back then that's she'll, how she'll, she'll she'll just edit it out man no i won't no i no <laughs> she'll just say, Fuck that. no because i think that you know no, I don't care. 10 15 no, I mean, it's a valid ago, point it's just true. yeah yeah but you know nowadays mm -hmm. it's not as true as it used to be so it's a diff it's a different generation <laughs> now is, versus yeah, when we were growing right up. Yeah, I mean, right. like you said, even nowadays in the early... I don't give a fuck what you look like. If you suck it great, you suck it great. If you're a great <laughs> person, you're a great person. If yeah. you look great and you give great horrible head, get the fuck out of my house. Right. You can be a ten and get Listen, same for eating pussy. I don't swallow. I spit. You're not even reaching my spitters um, or quitters. Well, I mean, I like men who spit it in my mouth. Does that count? <laughs> yes, I fuck out of here with that snowball shit. <laughs> get out of here with that snowball. <laughs> Oh, gross. Not, not, not their no. own. Not their own. How are they okay, going to get good. their that own? And the... Listen, that's Eric, what? we're about to have a real question about your flex. Listen, we're about to have a real conversation about your flexibility if you can come in your own mouth. I'm talking about. No, hmm? no not, not coming in my mouth. It's you transferring it to the guy and then he transferring it back. That's a snowball. No, 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 no. Oh, gross. No, 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 no. no. Mm um no i sorry i think you missed the part where i said men that eat pussy too i'm talking about like you mean an actual man got it yes yes after i get off and he's still down there come up and spit it back into my mouth oh, i'm keeping that on my beard in my mouth all straight down well, i'm, I'm the type mine. of woman that will just it right off you i will keep it on my beard the whole fucking day so when i give someone a hug if i go to my family function it's still on me and i give them a hug they can smell you on me i don't give a fuck what they think yeah no i'm this i'm listen family barbecue i'll catch you in the bathroom in 10 minutes i'm gonna spend the rest of the day just feeling <laughs> the leakage we fucking, in the, we fucking in the pool yeah <laughs> what's up uncle teddy <laughs> Listen, water sex is not fun. Why do men, every man is like, no, let's fuck terrible. in the pool. Let's fuck it's in the hot tub. Let's fuck in the great. shower. I'm like, do you understand that water There's and no my natural bodily fluids that. reject each other? We hit record. I don't know where you were. Right. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. were you mad were at the person that didn't you were show up. You were angry texting is where you were when we had that pre-recorded pre yeah. conversation. Yeah. No, that's, shower. Yeah. Here, here's some controversy. 69 is overrated. 
Yeah, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Unless the man is on top, then I'm down. Then I'm down. If the man is on top and you can just let me lay there and just mm. feed a oh god, this is getting that so is, bad. You can just yeah, feed it to I, me. It's kind of fun to yeah. see who can make the other one stop pleasing the other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of fun to see who can. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Chelsea's perspective. Yeah, Chelsea's perspective is fun. Either they both can't perform their best at the same time, so it's like what the fuck. Yeah, that's why it's like a game, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like who's gonna give in first and want to switch positions to just get at it. Mm-hmm. See, but at the at with that being said, though, I'm also okay with him not using his mouth. Like, if oh man, I feel like I'm gonna explain a porno here. Like woman, like woman, like me. Okay, my favorite way to do it is me laying on my back with my head hanging over the edge of the bed. And that way he can just, he's on his feet. So he has full force behind it, but then he still has access to my, he still has access to my entire body to do what he pleases. Because I feel like when I'm giving head from my knees or from like in between his legs on the bed, he doesn't have a whole lot of access to me. Do you know what I mean? Sideways. She wanted to make them cheeks more accessible. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it easier on you. Well, and I feel like for them, it's like a whole view. You know what I mean? Like You're, the whole buffet. You just you have access to every part of me. Looking at titties, everything's better when you look at the titties. So I mean, I get it. All right, so it. it's their turn to ask. Questions. Let me get that visual image out of my head real quick. Let me just clear. No, you can keep it in. It's free. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it's the men's turn to ask something. I mean, Rebel hasn't asked a question, so I feel like it's his turn. I don't have he doesn't. He though. doesn't have he's the. He's on his phone. phone. He's got questions up here. Come on. Hey, oh, you don't know that. Maybe I'm saving those till we get to the nitty gritty. You know what I'm saying? We've already hit the. So nitty-gritty. listen, I feel like we've kind of already crossed that we're line. Really so let's go it. ahead and we dive in. <laughs> Why do men feel so ashamed when they come so fast? On the first I, one or the second one. So, like, the first time you have sex with... Oh, I, for, I forgot iPhones do that now. <laughs> when you hold up the peace sign, it throws balloons up. Watch, oh. hold, up the, hold up the peace sign. Like the emoji? No, when you hold up peace sign on, uh, like, FaceTime or video, and it'll no do lie. thumbs up and thumbs down now. Because <laughs> no he said the no first lie. time or the second time. And when he did hold the on. second time, the balloons come up. No, uh, now it's not happening. Now I look like I'm Rebel, I will FaceTime you tomorrow and I will show you that it does thumbs up, the thumbs down, and then it does the balloons for the piece. Okay, this isn't peyote. Okay. But I feel like the fir- I feel like when you have sex with someone, the man gets like so ashamed of himself when he gets off so quickly, like, I'm so sorry, I'm usually better than this. And I'm like, listen, it's a compliment to me. When you put it in and you're like, oh fuck, and then three strokes in, it's done. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. But you know, like, by, right when you get it, you're like, oh, damn. This ain't going to be. <laughs> it's usually because we've talked about so much. As soon as you get in there, you're like, mm, oh, fuck. Puppies. Baseball. Because no, no, <laughs> like, then you have that split second decision. 
do I try to fight it out and, and get it to last a little longer? Or do I go ahead and pile drive it in to make sure I actually fucking nut good? That's that's the fucking place you get, okay? Because you get in there and you're like, God, this is not going to last very long. <laughs> this is a magical fun house and I want to live here. And then sometimes, you know, that's just the way things go, man. Is it like an ego thing, though, to feel like less masculine oh, if they can? Like, I don't... I just don't because they talked it No, I think it's because men are scared that women are going to drag them for not lasting long or not having a good fucking whatever the fuck it is. So they don't, Mm -hmm. nobody wants to be the guy that fucking comes in two seconds. As long as you don't say afterwards, like, oh, did you get yours or did you come? Yeah, I came to the wrong fucking house now, apparently. Yeah. That's why you eat pussy first. Right. You, if you, so I say this all, I say this all the fucking time. If you know you're a one pump chump or you know you're a quick, quick comer, eat the pussy, get her six or seven fucking times. Quick comer. Quick comer. You eat her out to the point where your face looks like a Krispy Kreme fucking donut. So that way, when you're already going in it and you last five seconds or ten seconds, nobody's sure, complaining. Satisfied. Yeah. Nobody's complaining. That is such a lost art, I feel like, nowadays. Oh, it is. It is, it is, very, it is very rare to find someone who not only eats, but, but eats is good at well. It. Yeah. Man, you, gotta, you always got to find the man on the canoe. Listen, respectfully, for some years all over the fucking the world so you know you know my take okay and so it, me from making fun of every single Becky who does not give head I'm just gonna say give somebody head today okay whoever you like the most <laughs> just go just go give them some neck all right so is it the same on both sides? Do you think there's many men that say like, oh, I just, I don't really do that or I don't really enjoy it. Is it the same kind of amount of women that are like, oh, I just don't like to give head. I don't do it. Yeah, I think so. There are a bunch That's of women out there. I don't, get, I, don't, I don't like to give yeah, head. I think, I think there are plenty of people. I mean, there's a lot of selfish motherfuckers out there. You know, they don't, like, <laughs> they don't want to give somebody else pleasure. I get it. Um, but <laughs> no, I think, I really do. I think there's just some people I mean, just like some people aren't as, you know, sexual in general as, as other people. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like oral. Right. There's those guys, you've got guys that swear they can't come from blowjobs and girls that say they... That's know. my favorite. <laughs> I'm about to show you something. Oh, when, when, hey, when, buddy. When a woman says I don't come to, when a woman says to me, if I don't come to head, challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. Challenge fucking accepted. I don't care if I'm down there and I have to use one of your toys at the same time. That, toys are your, to toys are your friends. Ooh, because men are always so competitive. That's so With, smart. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I've never had a guy like make me come yeah, doing that. It's never happened. Even, <laughs> even, even if you have and you know you do, to right. say that, you boost his ego at the same time. Like, I got her off when she said she couldn't. So True. now he is already feeling himself more. His mm-hmm. this head is bigger, so is that one. But you boost his ego just like a guy can boost a woman's ego. So I've never came during a blowjob. Yeah, and she does. She's like, I feel good now. I did that. I wonder if men do the same thing. We do because it does. It makes it makes me go. I got you, baby. Sit down. 
Like, <laughs> and, when, and when they do come, you feel a, self, a, a sense of entitlement going, I did that. But then, here's sure the do. thing, though. But then, when you get, like, into a relationship and later on down the road, you're like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. You're like, well, wait a minute. You told me that's never happened. I lied. Well, they're just going to be like, no, it's just you. You're still the only woman that's ever made me do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I lied. Well, at least he's honest. Why you test drive the car before you buy everything? Yeah, I guess. So, like, I know it was supposed to, like, be their turn, but my follow-up question to all of that, because I've been told this, is there a different temperature to different women? Huh? I've had men talk about yeah, this one too. One is ninety-eight point five, and the other one's a ninety-eight point eight. No, no, no. Right? I've I've no. had men make comment about. In there. I stick my dick in there. Does it feel? But. <laughs> but I've so had. There, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, Rebel, but there, there's not a different temperature. There's a different moistness. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say my dick's not a thermometer, but I mean, pussies do feel different. But I've been told that like it's the warmth or like it's hotter. If that makes sense, I can feel the heat radiating off of it. Like it just means you're more into that person, and your pheromones are going higher. Thermo cock needs to show himself, and we need to figure out. Right, or he's putting icy hot on his dick. Yeah, something else is going on, man. I don't know. Never, I have never been like, hmm, it's warm in this one. Ever. It's not like gold clocks. Okay, I mean, it's for, not like, it's not okay, for, All right. for scientific purposes, Paige, I'm going to have to find out. <laughs> Just for scientific purposes. See, but that's, but that's the thing. It's like, I, I can feel the heat radiating off of you. Like it's so hot, like it's so warm and blah, blah, like, and I'm like, do they, so are they just saying it then? Because they think that somehow yeah. that's a compliment. Like, thanks. My thighs don't let air get up there very often. So it just stays its own like incubated thing. I don't know what to tell you. Like there's no thigh gap. Sorry. There's no air. Yeah. There's no breeze going through the thighs to cool it down for you. That's exactly it. That's why I think is always just something about it. it's that Bermuda Triangle well, of fluff that just keeps I don't know well, if it's debris out or what it does, but it definitely is very effective in making that thing. Well, but like you fun. also see the TikTok on, videos where they you turn on the seat warmers. Bermuda thigh angle. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I've but you also see. I fucking love that. You also Bermuda see the TikTok videos. Or... You also see the TikTok videos where women are like turning on the car seat warmers and they're like, I'm just warming up your dinner for you. And it's like a heat thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's just more of a joke. I would, I would, I would agree to that except for the, but, but I'm saying I would agree to that if I have not had so many different men make comments too. about how good the heat feels okay. how warm it is to. like that's like an and it's like a thing, thing. i've i've been told that they've gotten off faster with me more than they ever have with anyone else because of the heat heat yeah this is like this is very common it's literally yes i've been told that a lot but I'm not like bragging on it. I'm not no, going around I mean, like, I got like, a really hot it. pussy. <laughs> I mean. Right. For, for scientific purposes, I'm going to need to find out. Hold on. 
<laughs> got a really hot one. I mean, fresh out the oven, baby. Listen, I'm telling you, the next woman that y'all fuck though, that's gonna be the fart. You're gonna be like, is this right? They're gonna be like, how hot is it in here? Is it extra hot? She like a lukewarm pussy, or are we talking like fire? It is a fuego. Shit was on fire. And then we'll get messages. Okay, mm-hmm. so you ladies were right. There is a difference right. in warmth. Yep. <laughs> Dear diary, this one's warmer. But I almost wonder. <laughs> I almost wonder though if it is something that has to like what Rebel said. If it almost has to do with just the level of um, how turned on we are, or how like. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, y'all say no, but I've, again, had I not heard it from so many different men throughout right, yeah. my adult life, mm-hmm, I would same. not, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're probably right. But I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm a virgin, so I don't know what it feels like. Yeah. Okay. I'll show you. Just okay. <laughs> I'm off to find the mystical clitoris. <laughs> listen, Kentucky's listen, we can do this completely scientifically. Kentucky's just right below Ohio. So you just drive on through, hit hers, hit mine, and then we'll just you can compare. I'm not in Ohio. I said you can drive through. Ohio. I said you gotta drive through Kentucky into Ohio. But he's above you. Actually, I, would listen, I don't know where the fuck you are. Drive through the two states, do your scientific research, and then we'll come back to this. <laughs> Just fucking do it! Uh, For scientific purposes. Just do it. Of course. he's in New Jersey. Is that right? No? Somewhere. I don't know. Further south. Pennsylvania. I'm in Maryland. Oh. Maryland. I'm from New Jersey. Okay. See? Uh, Outside of Baltimore. All right. So I guess it's our turn to really let the guys ask. That's a shorter drive than I've made before. What are your feelings on a on the traditional woman role? Love it. Yeah. No, I love it. I I think I was ra- I mean, being raised in the South, I have a military father. My mother was a stay-at-home mom, so that's how I was raised. That's yeah. how I see it. Now listen, I <clears throat> I will take on the roles. I cook, I clean, I keep house, I'll do the laundry, I'll get up before you in the morning and make your lunch and put all your stuff out and put your clothes in the dryer so they're warm when you put them on. Um, But I love when a man steps in and goes, let me get that for you. Let me help you. Let's cook this together. Let me just take the trash out. So it's like, I don't feel, um, I feel like that's my love language is just appreciating by providing those services to him. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, again, love when a man comes in and just wants to help or wants to not expect all of that of just me. Okay. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm totally the opposite, but I did grow up similar to Chelsea. My mom, both of my parents worked. My dad was a over-the-road truck driver. 
Um, so it was just me and my mom a lot of the times, but my mom worked full time as well. So, but my mom would do the work, you know, eight to five, come home, cook, clean, do the laundry, all those things. Um, and then on the weekends, or if my dad was a, you know, worked closer to home, um, sometimes he did, sometimes he was an over the road truck driver. He did help around the house, but not as much as, um, my mom would have liked him to, (laughs) but for me in my adult life, I've been married twice, divorced twice. Um, and now I've just gotten to the point where I'm so used to being so independent that for me, it's, I do everything on my own. So if, if I do get into a very serious relationship, um, I feel like it's very 50, 50 just because I do work full time. I have two podcasts that I do, you know, my kids are my kids, so I don't expect the man to come in and take them on, you know, 50-50 with me. They're still 100% mine. So everything that I have to do for them is 100% my responsibility. If a man wants to help, that's him wanting to help, and and that's okay. But I'm not going to expect him to help 50-50 right out the gate. Um, so I'm used to cooking and cleaning and doing all of those things because I'm the only one in my household to do it. Yeah, see, my parents were, my dad did nothing in the house, but it's not mm-hmm. because he didn't want to. It was just my mother just made sure that he didn't have to because, again, she didn't work. You know, he yeah. provided for all of us. And so um, that woman made his plate. She took it from him when he was done. She made sure that his stuff in the, you know, he he never went without because she always just made sure. And I think that that's just how I've been. But I think that's also one of my biggest downfalls because I give that immediately. If I start mm-hmm. dating someone, I mean, even right off the bat, if I'm cooking, I'm making your plate. I'm taking mm-hmm. it from you and I'm going to clean up after. And I'm like, that's just how I am. So it's almost like, what do people say? Like, they're not going to buy the cow if they can get the that. milk for free. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, but that's that just who, forever. but that's just who I am. If it's mm-hmm. our first date and or second, third date, and I invite you over and I make dinner for you, I am still going to make your plate. Like that's just, I feel weird not doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not opposed to doing all of those things. And I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just, I'm not the type of person that will do it all the time. Because again, I do work full time. I have two kids that I have to provide and take care of. So right. it's to me, it's more, you know, I'll cook, you clean, you cook, I clean, you know, that kind of thing. If, if and, one does the cooking, the other one does the cleaning. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, if we're sharing if the workload. If we're, cause nowadays it's like women don't do, you know, a stay at home mom is someone who has a husband who makes six figures or close to it. You know, that's not stay at home moms. Just, it's hard to do that nowadays. And again, like I've been so independent for so long, even my last relationship, I was the provider. Like I made more money. I did everything. He was the stay at home mom (laughs) Chelsea knows um it was you know he did a part-time job I worked full-time I did my kids full-time I ran a boutique online it was it was a whole thing but 
So for me, it's very, it would be 50, 50. And again, if you're having a bad day, I'll do 80, you do 20. But if I'm having a bad day, I expect you to do 80 and I do the 20. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why when you, when you were saying, you know, 50, 50, you know, a relationship is a hundred and hundred. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah. come, if you come in like right. say you know he comes in he comes in from work and he's like babe I got thirty I got thirty left yeah okay I'll pick up the seventy exactly in, re- mm-hmm. in the same respects though if you come in hey I got I'm good I got ninety yeah because I only got ten I got right. you yep you know I, mean, I appreciate it, it I appreciate back, all back of that to what too. Rebel says about you know communication and comprehension. Mm-hmm. Right. It's communication, mm-hmm. talking about things. If you don't tell me that you're having a bad day, I'm not going to know that you're not you're having a bad day. Exactly. Unless you tell me, I can make an assumption that you're make they're having a bad day, mm-hmm. and I'll pick it up. Yeah. But it's communication. Yeah. And I also think be... there's a part of it. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Chelsea. No, no, go ahead. Um, I also think there's a part of it too that's just like for me, that's how I was raised, and that's how you. That's just what you're meant to do, right? Mm-hmm. So again, I love when a man comes in and wants to kind of like take some weight off my shoulders when that happens. But there's also a part of me that's like, if I don't do these things, like especially now, I see other women, like I have friends that are younger than me. Have I mean, my sister's 27. The girl can't fucking fry an egg. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, she can't clean. She can't, do you know what I mean? And that's very common. I hear from a lot of guys is, that yeah. like women don't have those skills anymore. And so I know that yeah. that's something that I have that's like cherishable. And so when I do it, I know that it's kind of like a pat on my own back kind of thing mm-hmm. because, you know, so then there's like this, not this expectation because I don't feel expected to do it because again, I, what is, what is that love language called? Acts of it's acts of service. Yeah, acts of acts service. Of ser- that's me. Yeah. I'm a pleaser through and through. If mm-hmm. I can make your life more From fulfilling the to the and easier, uh, literally, if that's just, that's, <laughs> that's my thing. That's what gets me off. That's what keeps me happy. That's what makes me feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's just that almost that expectation when yeah. you do know how to do it or you were raised like that to just like, that's, you just continue. Because it yeah. worked. It, you watched it work yeah. with your parents, so it must work. Right. And there's almost days where, yeah, there's almost, there, and there's definitely some days where, like, I can come in and be like, I've had a horrible day. I just need 10 minutes in the bedroom with the door shut by myself. Mm-hmm. Give me the 10 minutes, right. and then I will come out, and we will tackle the rest of the night together. But I just need it's 10 cool. minutes. Yeah. Right. So then from the male's perspective, do you, what do you feel about traditional roles or what in your personal preference? You make a point. You make a very valid point. That's a valid point. Because, like, who cares what worked for our moms and dads and our grandpas and all these people, like, certain people like different things and certain people come from different walks of life and they're going to be different and spot things differently. Being a man or being a woman does not right. instantly prepare you to do one thing or another. It's just, that's the mm-hmm. reality of the situation. That's not, that's not real life. So, 
Yeah. I mean, I get that, but that's that's the way I like it. That's how I feel fulfilled. Is that way? You know what I mean? Everybody's not that way. He's not saying it's wrong. Everybody's not that way. Yeah. Right. I think what's important is that two people who this is what I'm cool with doing, this is what I'm cool with doing, and they make it work, regardless of of what a man, mm-hmm. what the guy does, and what the girl does, yep. and what both girls do, or both guys do, or whatever. Whatever the fucking whatever your fucking deal is. Or they, yeah, they do. <laughs> Let's cover um, all our bases here. <laughs> but is it, but is it unattractive as a man to look at a woman and if you realize that she can't cook, she can't clean, she's not good with children, or like you know what I mean, like the the basic standards of like what a woman should be, is it unattractive when she can't do any of that? Well, there's cooking lessons for a reason. Right, but what if she has no interest? What if that's not her thing? What if that's not that's what I'm saying? Like, is it like not not that it's a, like a definite no? Like, oh, I can't be with you because you can't fucking make box mac and cheese. You know what I mean? Or like a <laughs> bowl of cereal? But like, is it something that just makes you go like, oh, okay? Like, I still love you. I'm still here. But like, that's it's just like mildly unattractive that you don't know how to do those like woman womanly things. Is she so she's not she willing to learn? She can't cook. Well, what if she's willing to learn? But right, but what if she's willing to learn? But she's just not good at it. It's just not something that clicks. It's it. She's not interested in. My sister hates cooking. Absolutely fucking hates it. Doesn't want that girl will go clean the bathroom all day long. Does not want to be in a kitchen. Does not want to wash a pan. Does not. She just she can't stand it. Well, then he's going to have to learn how. You know, right. And that's what I mean by it's it's two people competing with each other as one whole thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be two people agreeing to pick up the slack of the other. Regardless of male, female, male, mm-hmm. right. whatever it is, right? You're picking up the side yeah. of the other person. If it's if it's you think he needs to do this and she needs to do this, and that's what works for y'all, and you're okay with it, then that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What 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 works? It's just right. finding that connection. If she, can't, if she can't cook, if she can't cook like mac and cheese, and you're like, no, you have to do this because that's a woman's role, then you're going to be eating burnt mac and cheese the whole fucking time, and you're going to be happy with it. But right. if I'm with someone, like, I hate, personally, I hate cleaning. I fucking can't stand it. I have to, because obviously I live alone. But if I find somebody that loves cleaning, but hates cooking, that's fine with me. Because I'll live in the I kitchen. Know. I fucking love cooking. Right. Well, there you go. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I, I agree with Rebel. You know, you have to find someone that fits your, yeah. fits other your half. opposite. Right. Your other yeah. half. Right. Right. That's... If she hates cleaning and I love cleaning, then it will work out. If she, you know, things like that. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea, my last Granted, relationship. when I'm cooking, I'll be like, hey, come here. Let me show you what to do. Right. I mean, my let last me relationship, he didn't know what a weed eater was, but, you know, we figured it out. What? He thought the edger, he thought an edger was a weed eater. He said, you can weed eat with an edger, right? And I was like, no. Sorry, my mind went elsewhere with edging. Yeah. He's not. He's not. Oh, 
hundred percent wrong with that mindset. Right. But I was like, you can you can edge with a weed eater, but you can't really weed eat with an edger. Yeah. It's, it's... And he was like, oh, oh. And I think it's all like a personal preference thing. So like my personal preference in a man is just a very like manly, masculine man. Like I hope if the sink starts leaking that you're going to have at least the comprehension to be like, okay, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to figure it out. Let me get on YouTube real quick. Let me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. To figure things out. I don't. I don't fit in the Or you're going to call somebody. Yeah, I don't fit in the places. Just yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, I think it's just like a personal, that's just, that's what I, not that I have to have it, but that's what I like. That's what I yeah. tend to like gravitate towards. But it's you just, say you because again, I do it, it, but you're not going to be happy if that's not what it's not that you know I won't I mean? be ha- it's not that I won't be happy because I I have had some exes who were like not really great in all of those aspects but, but I'm just like Chelsea. well right but it's just like if <laughs> if something happened to my car and they're like I have no fucking idea what's going on I don't even I don't even, I've never even looked under a hood it just kind of makes me go yeah it just makes me go like mm. That's just like, well, you know, I love yeah. you, but that's like, bleh. But there's still an ex. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. But I mean, I, again, I think it's probably just more of a preference thing when you really like break down the yeah. topic. Listen, I feel, Chelsea, I feel like we're back in the toxic friendship episodes and Rebel is Rachel. So wise. Right? Just wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are like what? They're yeah. not words of wisdom. Taking Just us to church. Every, everything he says, I'm like, yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. I think there's just one golden rule. It's just treat each other with respect. Right. right. And honesty. You gotta be honest. Then it's okay. <laughs> then that's CNC. That, that, that's, that's CNC. That, that's a horse of a whole different color. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Whose uh, turn is it to ask? I don't know. Do we want to move on to a different article because we've done a few on that one yeah i mean i'm not even looking at those I, anymore i, I, I didn't even yeah. have an open well i have one for the women mm-hmm. okay. okay why is it why do women women feel so inclined to run back to an ex what is the familiar yeah but if you if you if you take it familiar why can i say this word familiarity put it back in you Because sometimes when you're left so devastated and broken and hurt, um, it's just instant gratification. You know that it's going to fucking burn you in the ass. You know that you're going to get hurt again. But in that moment, you are so hurt and so down. Yeah. It's like, let me just put a Band-Aid on it for now so I can stop feeling this way because this way is not leading me to a probably a safe place. So it's more of the... 
being comfortable with the evil you know versus the evil you don't. Absolutely. And again, it's almost like that instant dopamine hit, too, of you know they're going to tell you what you want to hear. I can understand it, Mm -hmm. but in the same Mm -hmm. regards, if you take a shit, are you going to try to put that shit back in you? (sighs) You still eat the same thing you shit out, even though it hurt your stomach, don't you? Listen, that's a wrong, that's a different hole. You still eat it again. That's a different hole. (laughs) But you still eat... You eat Mexican food. You eat Taco Bell how many times, even though it comes out the same way? All food comes out the same way. Well, but you're missing the point. No, I see. I see <laughs> I'm your trying point. To make a I'm point. just being an asshole. I see, I see your point. <laughs> I see your understanding and your logic behind it. But if if you were just you just left you, the not saying it's right. You know how it, no, yeah. broke you. Why are you running back to it when someone's yeah. showing you how life can be? <laughs> Because sometimes the pain is too tolerable, too intolerable, and I don't know how to fix that pain in the moment. And this new person, I don't know them. They may let me down just as bad as the last one, but at least I know the last one. At least I already know what I'm getting into, and I can put a Band-Aid over that pain rather than trying to explore something new and risking the same outcome. I can go back immediately to the X and get the intimacy that I require to get out of the dark headspace that I'm in. Right. I listen, we know it's wrong. I, yeah. and I, I will say in my earlier years, like after my marriage, the first relationship, I bounced back and forth like four times on and off with him. Um, since then, I'm now a one and done. The moment I walk, mm-hmm. you'll never be able to contact me again. You know what I mean? But going back and forth after it's always that first relationship after a divorce that I always feel like is the absolute hardest. Like that Mm -hmm. one broke my heart more than my actual like five year marriage ending. And, um, I just, it's like when I was, yeah. yeah, When I was away from him, it was just the darkness and the pain was so unbearable that I knew that I wasn't in a safe place to myself. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I could go back to him immediately, that I could wrap my arms around him. And again, this is my own my own personal thing, but um, I fix problems sexually because of childhood trauma. That's immediately what I go back to. And I know that I can go back to my ex and be fully sexually satisfied like I was when we were together. And I get that dopamine fix. Whereas with a new person, it's you're showing a new person your body. The connection really isn't there. Or if you guys have if you guys have crossed that line sexually, there's just not the depth in it that you have with your ex. It's just a comfortable place. And I knew every single time I went back, I'm not staying here. I will leave him. Like we're not going to be together. But in this moment, I have to go back for my own heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. For me, the last. Like I said, it's not right. We know it wasn't. Yeah. For me, the last relationship that I just got out of was the first relationship after my abusive um, relationship with my second ex-husband. And it started out the most healthy relationship I'd ever been in. And when it ended, I'm the one who ended it. I wanted it to end. And I was ecstatic when it ended. And then it was like the minute that he left, I was like, what the fuck did I do? holy shit, what did I do? And every time we talked, it was like this instant trigger of anger. And because he didn't fight for what we had. And it was yet 
someone else walking away and someone else not fighting for me. And it brought up all of the unresolved issues I had with my abusive ex-husband for whatever reason. I don't, I don't understand it. I still don't, but I've worked through it and I've gotten past it. Um, but it, it put me in the deepest, darkest depression I've ever been in for like nine months and literally starting my other podcast is what pulled me out of it. And mm-hmm. I had to, to ultimately, cause it was every time I talked to him, he sounded so happy and I knew he wasn't, I knew he was miserable, but he made himself look and sound so happy that it instantly triggered me. And I got so mad and so furious and Chelsea knows um I would just I was in this instant just rage just speaking to him for five minutes and I finally had to block him on literally everything text snap Instagram Facebook TikTok everything and he made it was the smallest thing that made me mad at him the last time when I blocked him it was over a Netflix password I was like he was like I'm out with friends motherfucker ain't got friends he lived here for a year and a half and never once made a friend. Never mm-hmm. once made a friend. And you laugh and I'm dead serious. And he had just moved from Florida to back to North Carolina with his family. And he was, he'd been there a month and he was like, oh, I'm out with friends. You've been there a month. You ain't got friends. You're with a female. Got it. Cool. Because I was the friend when we got together. But did you have that feeling going back to talk to him and it just like it turned? Like regarding his question, like, did it, did it? No, it didn't. But when I felt that, that like every time we talked, it was fine. And then it slowly started to trigger me. And Mm -hmm. when he was like, I'm out with friends. And I knew because I was the friend at one point I was like, okay, so it's a female. And so you didn't a- know initially going back into it. See, I mm-hmm. knew initially. Every time I went back to X, mm-hmm. I knew initially, like, listen, I'm not going to be no. here for long. I just need to fix the hole inside of me right now. No. Like, I don't give a fuck about you friends. and your feelings because you fucked me over. Yeah. yeah. We had I went selfishly. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it was hard for me to finally just, like, cut it off and be done. But when I did, I did. And I was like, no. Nah. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, and in the end, I think I, I think I learned that obviously doing that ended up causing more um, trauma and heartache in the end. And mm-hmm. I, and that was, that's yeah. when I started going to therapy and working on that. Yeah. And like I said, since then, I've never done that. When I cut mm-hmm. it, I cut it dry. Yeah. I yeah. don't, you know what I mean? Because now I was going back selfishly to fill a void then. Now I cut it off immediately and don't allow myself access to them selfishly Mm -hmm. because it just does so much more damage in the end and like i said we know it's wrong i knew it was wrong every single Mm -hmm. time but at that point it was just it was a selfish thing that i needed to do and i've heard people i've had men that were coming I, i i was speaking to a man that i he wasn't upfront about his feelings for me like um we were still kind of in that beginning flirting stage and i ran to an ex and he found out and He begged me to leave and to come be with him. And I didn't because I just, I didn't, he was still a stranger to me. You know what I mean? I didn't know him well enough or trust him well enough to like be able to fill that void, that hurt, that pain that I knew, even if just briefly, 
my ex knew how to fix that with me. So I hear, I hear you know, everything that you're saying, and, you know, you ran back to fill the void within yourself. It kind of goes back to the other podcast with me and all that, but with, um, mm-hmm. with running to someone with fill, to fill a void within yourself, it shows that you don't know how to fill your own voids other than put someone else in it and, and miss. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you were, Absolutely. So you, were, you were going into relationships or friendships or talking phase, whatever you want to call it at that point, before you were even ready to deal with what you just went through. You were, you were running from one thing to another, hoping that, okay, maybe this will fill it. Okay, that didn't. So I'm going to run back to this because mm-hmm. I know this will fill it. I'm going to run to this. Mm-hmm. So you're jumping all over the place rather than looking inward and fixing that void within yourself so you don't have to look for other people to fill it. Absolutely. After my divorce, I immediately moved in with my best friend and her husband. Like I moved in with their family to get back on my feet. And I never had to process. I never had to mourn my divorce because there was enough distraction around me and people that pulled me through it. And so I never processed. I never healed. Mm -hmm. I never managed. I never, I didn't do any of it. So I did. I spent the next three years after my divorce just finding these men quickly, hoping maybe this one will fix it. This one will fix it. This one will fix it. And I ended up being, yeah, I ended up being more damaged in the end. And once I did go to therapy after my most recent long-term relationship, like once I kind of got in control of that, it was like, I like, and now I'm the type of person that when I go, when I do go through a breakup or even if I'm talking to someone for like a month or two or a couple weeks and they ghost me or it falls apart for whatever reason, I'm not one to reach out. I mean, Paige hears stuff Mm-mm. that happens to me Mm-mm. and I'm like, oh, well, this was like two <laughs> weeks ago because I am just not one anymore. I know me and I know that I need to be by myself and I need mm-hmm. to mourn and I need to process and I need to figure out what it is that I needed to learn right. from that. I just, I don't, I don't rely on other people to heal me. Oh, I get very quiet because I know that's a time of self-reflection. What? Are you okay? And she's like, "Mm." right. Mm -hmm. Which is a complete necessity. No, but I will be. I don't want to say disassociate yourself, but you have to reflect on like, okay, this happened, this happened. Did I do everything that I could have done? Yes. Okay. Did did I learn Mm -hmm. not to, not to go for this? Yes. You know, you're right. looking at things in perspectively, you know, on what's going on or perspective. Right. You know, what I mean? but yeah, you you have to look at the situation right. and go, okay. You laugh at yeah. I learned that I'm not going to heal and I'm not going to grow and I'm not going to be a better version of myself for the next man or the right man. If I don't process and deal with the things that broke me before him, because it goes yeah. right back to the saying, I can't bleed on someone that didn't uh-huh. cut me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, it's a process. Like I said, it's not right. We know right. it's not, but it's just, yeah. it's, I think it, especially in like your early mid twenties, like that's just so such a, I hate that I did it, but I'm glad that I did. And I'm glad that I am where I am well, now. Yeah, mentally you are now. Well, because guys do it too. You yeah. know, even with, you know, mm-hmm. the breakup, you know, the whole adage, you know, the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. It's going to make your dick mm-hmm. feel good. It's going to make your dick wet and make everything good and give you that initial dopamine but it's not going to fix the situation that you left. The bed's going to be just as empty and cold when she leaves. Yeah. And your body and your mentality and your energy and all that stuff will be drained as fuck because you're back to your your own mind. Mm -hmm. Chelsea, I think you made a good point as far as me too, because after my relationship with my husband, I went into survival mode. 
for me and my kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to really right. deal with him and I's, you know, ending our marriage. Um, I had to go into survival mode for me and my kids because I, yeah, I, I was working, but I wasn't getting paid enough to keep up the finances of supporting me and two kids by myself. So I literally went into survival right. mode and I just, you know, I didn't have time to, like you said, mourn the end of that relationship. And I did, I, I spent right. a little bit of time, you know, by myself, but I quickly went into talking to this person, not talking to somebody, talking to this person, not talking to somebody, you know, just like you did. And then all and of then, a sudden it hit you hard and almost well, took you out. No, yeah. what happened yeah. was I thought I was really good. And then I got into a relationship with the last person I was with for a year and a half. And then that relationship ended. Right. And I was in a really great spot financially. I didn't have to rely on anybody else. Then I think both of those relationships hit me at the same time. Yeah, because you had the time to focus on your healing mm-hmm. and processing. Yeah. Now that you didn't have to work two jobs and take I care of two little survive. babies, and your your kids are more self yeah your kids are more self sufficient. You make better money now. Mm-hmm. You have nothing but time five to sit years and go in between those Fuck. two relationships yeah. ending. So yeah, my kids right. were substantially, right. you know, a lot older and, you know, could not take care of themselves, but I didn't have to take care of them as much. More self-sufficient at age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that got spicy really fast. Yeah, it did. And that was only part one. <laughs> well, y'all make sure to come back next Wednesday for part two. Where we get extra spicy. Hmm. See y'all then. Bye.